0: And we're live. Welcome to another edition of the Industry Insider, your promotional products podcast where you can get all the nerdy news you need to know about. My name is Jeff Franklin. I'm the National Accounts Manager with Headwear USA. And I'm joined today by three other lovely folks. But before we get to them, uh, we will uh, tell you about our sponsor for today, our good friends over at TechWeld. So when you're thinking about promotional items, stellar customer service or made in the USA products and business solutions. You got to think TechWeld. Uh, They're an award-winning promotional product supplier, having received the Distributor Choice Award in the Sunglass category and the Sagni Supplier of the Year Award. Uh, Check them out at techweld.com and find the customer service you deserve and the products you need. Think TechWeld. Um, so for your promotional product needs, you got to think about them for sure. Tech Weld's the leading supplier of promotional products with a huge inventory of made in the USA made or made in the USA items available to help distributors grow their bottom line today. Visit TechWeld.com. that's T E K W E L D.com and check out their drinkware, sanitizer, kit options, and much more. And telling the industry insider sent you, uh, why don't we say hi to Steven McFadden. How are you doing today, sir?
1: I'm good. Yeah, I'm still getting used to the new intro and stuff and I'm I'm loving it. The only surprise is when I I started in one place and then I come back and I'm in a different place on the screen. Oh, I can
0: see. I can move that in real time. Yeah. It's (laughs) uh, so fancy. Insider Inception or whatever you you want to call
1: that. Yeah. (laughs) And I'm wearing palm trees today because it's going to be 85 here. I don't know. What um what it's like there, but I just thought I'd keep it rubbed in until until you guys it is, have nice. It weather. is
0: actually a, a nice eighty-two right now. Oh, okay. I believe. All right. Uh, but we are we are set to get a very quick afternoon thunderstorm, I believe. Meg, how about you? How are you doing? And and what's your weather situation? <laughs> the lighting is a tiny bit better. Just,
1: I think it's better.
2: It's better ish. It's sunny today, but it's starting to look over overcast. It's eighty-one. We have an Easter egg hunt today. Um so I'm doing good, but I will say that I have some really good friends in this industry and I just wanna give Shannon Laredo a quick shout out. Like she, I woke home, I came home yesterday and I wasn't expecting this, but this girl sent me the most beautiful roses and just said that I, I just gotta read this card. She says, you are such a beautiful human inside and out, giving and selfless, wanted to brighten your day. I see you, love Shannon Laredo. Like, I feel like I don't even deserve friends like that. I, I just, Thank you. Like, it really, it made my entire week. I was having a, a rough Monday. and
1: Tuesday. I, I her, like, I like flowers. So, yeah,
2: it was really nice of her. So, thank
0: you, Shannon. It's because I have a beard. She hasn't sent me any, but it's, it's cool. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, we have a very special guest today, Malia Zezo, uh, part of the uh, Zezo family, of course, with the promotional oh, products. And if you're not familiar with uh, the Zezos, they're like, I don't know, the, like the godfathers or, or the... Uh, whatever you want to call it of the promotional products industry. But uh, great people. Uh, Dana's a great dude. Uh, so really looking forward to having you on. And uh, we're here to talk today about Follow the Sun. And we'll get into that. But Malia, uh, it is customary for us to give our special guests a good three to four minutes to introduce themselves and uh, tell us how you got started in the promotional products industry or uh, what your affiliation with the industry is and, and what you've been up to since. So take it away.
3: Okay. Um, Yeah, my name is Melia Zezzo. I am 20 years old, about to turn 21 in a few weeks. Um, I am currently in school at Ohio University finishing up my applied management major. And I started this company when I was 17 uh, that we'll get into and talk about. Um, but first how I got into this industry was just one of those ways where you're born into it. And so I'm the youngest, my oldest sisters, uh, Megan and Maria, they both are in the industry already. And of course my dad has been in the industry for however long, a lot of years. So. Nobody knows.
0: Yeah. Not <laughs> we're, we're not throwing shade at Dana at all.
3: No. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, I was born into it, I've grown up with it, um, just kind of gotten a taste for it all my life and when i started my own company it kind of helped get me on my feet so um that helped a lot but um what i've been doing since is just like i said finishing up school running a company um traveling a ton with uh just my sister living in texas and going there and just traveling a bunch so that's what well, I hold think.
0: on. There's only did, – did you figure out a secret at the age of 20 that the rest of us haven't figured out yet that there's, like, absolutely a way to get more than 24 hours out of a day? <laughs> no. <laughs> no? All right. So how are you doing all this? You're going to school. You're working a job. You're running a business. You're doing
1: – you're traveling. You're nice, doing right? all With of the Vegas? above. Yeah.
3: yeah. Yeah. like Like, yeah, You yeah. call it nannying because I go there to – yeah, watch my little niece. So –
2: She's very, I don't blessed know. You. very blessed to have you. I will say that. And I love Megan and Dana, for the record. Yeah.
3: <laughs> I don't know. It's, it, it is a lot to juggle, but I kind of just have the mindset of taking it day by day. I know there's a lot on my plate and, you know, a lot ahead of me. But, again, just taking it day by day is kind of what, you know, gets me through it and gets everything accomplished. That's how our dad raised us was, you know, wake up, write a list, work on it, get it done. And then have time to do stuff that you enjoy so
1: sure
0: well i don't want to i don't want to jump ahead in the conversation but i do have a question about uh fulfillment so when we get to that and the traveling and all that i'm I'm, you know remind me if i if i forget (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so why don't we talk follow the sun what is follow the sun malia
3: okay follow the sun is uh, a small business that i started about three years ago and um we sell christian apparel faith-based apparel um very simple, modern things. Um, t-shirts, sweatshirts, but also accessories, just like stickers, pens, um, some basic stuff like that. And I really just had a vision of coming up with product that I could sell. And, you know, to be truthful, like not not nothing in your face, but I'm very passionate about my faith and I wanted it to just be a way to encourage other people um, to want to express their faith as well. And a lot of um, the feedback that I've gotten on a lot of the apparel is, you know, wow, this is such a great conversation starter, like people in airports and, you know, everything to that is, okay, this is a great conversation starter with people of how I can talk about my faith and, you know, how mm. maybe God has been good, so good to me in this season of my life. So that's been really cool and special for me to see um, on the other side of creating this product. So, um, but yeah, it's, it's a really fun, very laid back business, uh, just kind of starting up It's the first few years of it. So,
0: so we've got the, uh, the website scrolling down at the bottom of the screen, uh, for anybody that's watching, uh, so you can go check them out, but, uh, you've just hit a, a milestone recently, if I'm not mistaken, is that correct?
3: Yeah. Yeah. We, um, officially have shipped to all 50 States, which is,
0: so oh, wow. incredible it's
3: so exciting it's like uh it's a huge milestone because i mean the first few years it was like just local and like people that we knew and stuff and then 2021 when etsy really took off and is was like the main you know drive to the company that's when it was starting to be like all states and then i was like you know it'd be cool to start pinning them and keeping track of how many and then got to 50. <laughs>
2: So Molly, tell us how you got started. You started this company at 17 years old. Like that's, that's huge. Most 17 year olds can't even get out of bed by like 10 AM and you started a company. So can you tell us like how, like how you did that? Was there a lot of trial and error opportunities or did you, was it just smooth sailing or give us a little insight on that?
3: Yeah. So yeah, I was 17. I kind of came to my parents, nothing like, you know, Hey, I have this huge vision and huge business plan. It was like, Hey, I'm in this organization right now in high school, and you know they we get money and we get to go see food pantries and give it to people, and you know I, it started like really touching me, and I'm like, wow, like there is a really big need in my community of like food pantries and people that rely on this. So that was really just the spark of um, the inspiration. I was like, okay, what can I do? Is there something I could sell, like something to make up this money and be able to donate it to these places? I I saw the need firsthand, and I was like. I want to do that personally, like somehow. So that was kind of the spark of, you know, all right, I want to do something. So I kind of came to my parents like, all right, well, you know, what can we sell all this stuff? And it kind of just unfolded, really. I mean, I don't want to say smooth because it was all a learning experience for all, for all of us. Um, starting up a company, my dad had a lot of knowledge to help with that, but, you know, just getting the paperwork done like the whole first i'd say year was a lot of legwork and learning and okay yeah i'm young but we're just gonna take it easy and it didn't ever feel you know too too scary to back out and be like i don't want to do this anymore um that's awesome
0: well i think think the the nice thing that that a lot of people don't uh don't think about when they think about creating their own business is that they can do it you know, small on the side, you know, mm-hmm. and that's, that's exactly what you were doing. So you were, you were going to school and then eventually got into, you know, working as well. Uh, but all the while you're still doing this business on the side and, you know, now it's grown to a point where you could potentially, you know, start earning some money, uh, you know, from the venture, uh, you know, as well as continuing to donate a hundred percent of your profits. So, uh, do you want to dive into that at all, as far as the journey or, you know, what you've been able to experience since you started in 2018?
3: Yeah. Uh, so right away, we just, as uh, expenses came, um, we kind of just would sell some shirts and then pay it off and then like started to build up that fund and then I could finally make my first donation. I think it it took about four or five months to make that initial $500 donation, um, which kind of got the ball rolling and Mm -hmm. from there, I think people really understood like the story and you know, okay, if I buy a shirt from here, my profits are being donated to a food pantry or something. So that was kind of, we had to make a few of those to, to get that going. But um, yeah, I mean, I'd say the first two years, it was a lot of uh, all learning experience for me of, okay, you know, money management. And I purposely made, you know, the account separate, like it was personal and business and um also you know me personally working it was a little bit of like a relief of like okay i don't have to rely on this company right now for like my you know personal um financials so that was just the the route that i chose and um it worked for me so uh over the last year it has grown like a lot <laughs> um, so it's definitely a lot more my time and I don't know I don't know what will happen but it very well could become my full-time job um, as of now that's not on the horizon but we don't know how much it will grow so we'll get to that when it comes but um, yeah it's, it's grown a lot and I've been really grateful for that so
2: yeah, that's really amazing. You have a lot of support from your family too. Like they've been super supportive online, social media. I see Megan, they're just so proud of you. Yeah. <laughs> when I was looking through your social media, you you have a really, when I say a following, they're being, they're interacting, they're liking, mm-hmm. they're commenting. What, which which channel have you found to be the most, I guess, productive in bringing in those customers or getting your orders? Which one are you, are you using? TikTok? I know you're using... Instagram, Facebook, what else are you using? And which one did you find was the best avenue to bring in sales?
3: Yeah, we are on both Instagram and Facebook. I don't personally use TikTok as much, so I haven't really tapped into that. I know a lot of people are like, oh my gosh, you need to. Um, But I just... Great, you would be great with it. That would take me down a whole nother road. But anyways, (laughs) I've kind of tapped into Instagram reels because it's like very simple for me to just you know, make a quick one and have it be engaging and stuff. So I feel personally that Instagram has been my best suit. I'm very like, I mean, I have my personal page. So like I can just switch right over the company, post something really quick. Like I've learned all the ins and outs of their features and it's been really easy for me to just kind of jump on that, you know, and like there's a lot of cool features where you can just have them go directly to the website or. You know, if you want to hear customer feedback, like kids, you know, scrolling through stories, like they'll do a poll, they'll comment if there's a comment box. Like, that's where I feel like I've gotten the engagement of my group and my generation. Um, but Facebook as well has always um, been Art- good, but I think, for like a different generation. <laughs> sure. So- so Oops. I was looking you- at all
1: the uh, products on the site. I love all the different designs and offerings that you guys have. Could you talk to us a little bit about some of the logistics of a, of a, a web platform like this? Because it looks like you guys yeah. have everything from printing to embroidery mm-hmm. to um, different product printing. So obviously there's inventory and then some on-demand. And can mm-hmm. you give us some of the background of that?
3: Yeah. So... I'm sure my parents love this and it being at their house, but um, I'm in a room full of inventory, and I've just kind of chosen that route of like wanting to have the inventory so that right when I get an order, I can back it out and ship it like the next day. Um, I know there's like a lot of the on-demand, just um, on-demand stuff, and I'm like, uh, like I always get worried about like, oh, you have to wait for your order, for, you know, to ship for two, three weeks, like. I want my order like the next day. So that's why I've just done that for people. But um, first with the website, I originally started on GoDaddy's platform. Um, It worked, but then I eventually a year later switched all my information and created a whole new platform on um, using Square and Weebly. So that way I could tie in all of my Square accounts like with money and it all just seemed to flow better.
2: Yeah, Square is pretty nice. i used it pretty recently, and I wish I'd used it back then. But maybe they didn't have it. But the only thing I don't like about Square is their gosh, their transaction
3: fees. I know. Yeah, so it's just something that it's like, all right, yeah, the battle's here. that's but-
2: two evils, right? Which. So that's uh, good to know. That's
0: good to know. I mean, that's every, every merchant you use is going to have. Yeah, I know. I know. There's not really any way around that too much. So, mm-hmm. uh, but Malia, since you had mentioned uh, the quick turn that you'd like to do for your customers, that actually mm-hmm. will allow me to segue into my question from earlier uh, with the travel. So how do you, how are you handling fulfillment when you're on the road or you're traveling or any of that kind of stuff? Do you have somebody else that's helping you with fulfillment or?
3: Yeah, she's going to love this, but my mom is uh, Your papa says, oh, yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah,
3: yeah, she uh, came to the rescue, and since I travel a lot, and everything is here, it's kind of laid out. It's very organized in a way that, you know, it's easy to kind of jump on. All right, these orders came in. Like, they just need packed out and then shipped. So it's a very simple process that I've, I feel like made here. Um, but, yeah, she's totally stepped in and – packs them all out. I still have a lot of the everything else on my end, like as far as ordering product, designing product, all the communication with decorators and everything like that. And then, you know, printing the labels and sending them back and um, still having all of those tasks on my end, but her stepping in just to physically pack them out and ship them. Um amazing. has made that possible. So.
1: I'm just curious, what was the last date? Do you know?
3: <laughs> the what date? <laughs>
1: The New last Mexico. day you said you did all 50. I'm just curious what was like the last one that hung out?
3: Oh, New Mexico, was it? <laughs> yeah, and then what was funny was then a the, the couple weeks later, after really trying to get it, I like was getting them kind of
1: <laughs> more trendy. frequently.
3: Yeah. yeah, I was like, I could have used this a few weeks ago. <laughs> yeah, right. So, so, do you just make
2: all the designs? Do you design all of the artwork?
3: Yeah, no. yeah, I usually just kind of comes to me if i'm like listening to a sermon or you know listening to a song like just words or phrases or um anything like that will just kind of spark my imagination but and then my sister maria she is the one that kind of designs it uses like all the tools and stuff to like play with the size and the fonts and and then we send it to the director oh i love
2: that that's cool that is really cool You guys have some nice stuff. What was your favorite piece of apparel that you bought so far? Like what was your favorite or maybe the biggest seller or if they were two different things?
3: Mm -hmm. We currently right now have three best sellers. Um, I started making that ash gray crew neck with God is good in the middle. And that kind of took off. And then Maria actually had the idea like, hey, you know, tone on tone, like with the embroidery Mm -hmm. is really coming into like the trends. And, you know, it's very unique and not, not a lot of people do it. So we made a military green with the tone on tone and I'm telling you, it just took off like that. You know, like how sometimes people have like that one product that just like sets their company. Like, okay, we're good. If we have this one product, <laughs> that was it for us. Was that, I mean, would come in stock, sell out, come in stock, sell out. Like what style is, you- is it? What was that? What style the God is
1: it? good military green one?
3: Yeah, that is, yeah, I'm looking um, at it uh, 18,000 just guilding crew. Um, I mean, so many compliments, like this is great quality. Like I love the color. So it was really, um, a good piece and yeah, <laughs> yeah we're very happy. So, That's nice. That's, That's awesome. Cool stuff, for sure.
0: So I did, uh, did have a question. I'm trying to think of, of what it was again. I think it had something to do, um, with the designs but so do you know like what software you're using or your sister is using for the designing of it
3: um i believe just adobe to
0: illustrator it's
3: nothing special we just try and make it um enough to where we're like okay this is what we're thinking and then kind of send it to the decorator because we're not super like good at that stuff so that's why everything's pretty simple you know yeah
2: Well, I know a lot of people are doing Canva right now. It's probably why, but yeah, I love Adobe. um Buck yeah. had a question, and it, the the brand is would be gildan Actually, the gildan 1800 is a crew net. Yeah.
3: yeah. Uh, eighteen thousand
2: or eighteen. Well, yeah, eighteen thousand. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Some, some um, people call it the G 1800, and I'm. No. But I just caught myself doing that, which is sorry. That's nice. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Backing out of this one. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> no i think it's just incredible i think you it's it's inspiring to see somebody um so young just make such a mark uh and then i know we talked about this previously but um it says on your website a hundred percent of your proceeds go to these these nonprofits or these food banks or whatnot um but you have to pay yourself please tell us that you are able to do this i know
3: you you can't just not take a paycheck
2: on through all this i mean i know you're a great person and all but <laughs>
3: Yeah. So, yeah, the first two years, I didn't financially benefit. It really, that wasn't where my heart was at with it. It's not why I started it. I was working. I was making my own money. I was fine. Um, and it just really wasn't kind of like something that I was worried about at the time. And then as it grew and over the year of 2021, like with how much it has grown, I was realizing, okay, this is taking a lot more of my time, which, you know, was okay. But I was like... It is taking me away from hours like of I could be at work or going and you know doing something. So, um, in last August I believe or September was kind of like where we made the transition. And I'm not gonna lie, it was really hard for me. I didn't want to do it because I was like, ah, like this just doesn't doesn't seem well. Not that it didn't seem right, but I, it was hard for me to accept like to pay myself. I it never felt. Like that, and I was used to not being paid, so made that transition. It was hard, but um, my family was like kind of coming in, like, "Hey, you know, you do. What if this becomes your full-time job someday? Like, you're gonna have to support yourself and your family." So, yeah.
1: What do you see as the future uh, for you? Is it more products? Is it more distribution? Is it st- help uh, staff member? <laughs> you know, besides parents, oh, right?
3: <laughs> yeah. Um, If it grows more, we're definitely going to have to tap into uh, hiring some people, (laughs) which is going to be a whole other thing to go down, but it'll be good. And I kind of have already thought, you know, if I do have to hire people, like what are my first five people, like what those roles are going to look like? Um, So I've kind of thought about that a little bit. And then, yeah, I mean, just kind of keeping it as it is. It's kind of doing its thing. It's kind of operating itself. And I do graduate next May. So I am hoping that, you know, once I can kind of transition from school to the world, um, just kind of being able to put more time towards it. You know, I do plan on getting a job in the industry, but I want to also have this on the side um, and feel like I would be capable of handling both. So.
0: Having been doing it now for three and a half years, um, how how would you, or I guess, what would you contribute the growth to the most? Like, how are you marketing? What are you doing to get the word out there? And is there anything else that any of us can do to help uh, further that? And then I've got a second question to that afterwards.
3: Okay. Um, I' Pretty simple, but I feel like it is a lot of word of mouth. Like people will say, <laughs> Hey, where did you get that sweatshirt? Like, because I've never seen anything like that before. Um, and then obviously, I use social media, and you know, I might not be as active as a regular company, like, and have that time to be posting every day, all day, but um, I definitely try and cut out that time to be posting stuff. And also, pop ups like, I have a pop up shop this weekend at a local coffee shop that kind of draws in like people that are you know, from my hometown and can hear about it. Um,
2: yeah, I was going to ask you about that pop-up shop. Have you ever done one of those before?
3: Yeah, yeah. I try and do, you know, them every month or so, every other month, um, mostly at coffee shops or last month or in January I did. Um, we had a women's ministry event at a church near us. And so they had, they invited me to come and, if I could describe it, it was like a Christian Black Friday. Like it was so insane. Cool. It was so fun, but everyone was going wild and it was it was a great turnout. That's hilarious. Yeah. That's, hilarious. Um, That's cool. Yeah. So
0: so follow up question and that I talked about, and this is the question from earlier that I couldn't think about because um, you, you had hit on social media and you're not doing TikTok and stuff like that. But one of the things that we, we've actually had uh, some folks on uh, with some previous episodes that have really uh, like that's their niche. They they've mm-hmm. completely gone into social media and uh, using the power of social media. So have you thought about potentially using any social media influencers to, to sort of help get the name out there as well?
3: That is a, that is a good idea. Um, I have, I've thought about that. I feel like if something were to come along or like an opportunity of, Hey, like, I kind of want to rep your brand or, you know, can you send me something like once a month and I'll post about it or make a TikTok? Like I would totally be open to that. And, you know, I'd provide that shirt for them and, um, definitely have thought about that, but having. It called. definitely
1: would have to align with your brand too. Of mm-hmm. course. Like the person that's gonna yeah. be representing you. Yeah.
3: Yeah. I'm gonna keep my eye out
2: just now because I like I yeah. just I like to connect people and I don't yeah. and I I'm on TikTok scrolling all the time <laughs> looking for ideas
1: yeah
0: yeah because i mean if there's some good faith-based uh influencers i mean obviously Mm -hmm. you know i think that would probably be my my first move you know to try to get influencers basically just to reach out to them and and see if they would be willing to you know if you sent them a you know free Mm -hmm. shirt or something like that if they would wear it during one of their vlogs or videos or if they would talk about it or post something or whatever it might be but I mean you know if, if it's all about word of mouth and trying to just get the the you know the brand out there you know that's a, a great way to get an audience a captive audience mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. so uh, and i know that was one of the things that you know because we were talking about well how do you in our industry how do you really get involved with social media and that was one of the things that we talked about was you know using influencers mm-hmm. and and figuring that part out so yeah uh great mm-hmm. uh great word of i guess advice maybe yeah um one thing i makes even, was
3: Oh, I was gonna say you no, go Etsy. Um, just the platform itself, like, um, I think with how much like you're selling and things like that, like, Etsy does an amazing job of just promoting your products on their end, like without you having to really pay for marketing and everything like that. Like, they do a great job of if something is selling a lot from their platform, they're gonna push it and they're gonna put it on people's homepages and you know, they're really going to market your stuff for you basically. So I think that's what has definitely helped me with the wide range of States that I've gotten is, um, Etsy's marketing and their, their platform to be selling on. So that's awesome.
0: That's cool.
2: So Mike, Steven, no, I just want to say congratulations on everything that you've accomplished. Yeah. Um, I'm amazed. I'm super inspired. I'm shopping. So
1: <laughs> yeah, I was gonna <laughs> say, I think you're going to pick up some customers for sure. Yeah. So it sounds like you've
0: you know you've got a nice database there to to obviously figure out how, how the states that you've sold into. Uh, are mm-hmm. you doing a lot of internal marketing to your database as well to like push out new inventory or anything like that?
3: Well, since I'm one person, <laughs> no. <laughs> um, I have done a few like you know marketing email blasts um, if I can get time, but the whole marketing thing itself, I've really just tried to rely on. You know, getting content hosted and you know things like this, podcasts and pop-up shops, like those are um, great ways that I've just been able to kind of keep up with the the content and um, people hearing about it. So, but no, I would love to get more marketing out there.
0: Yeah, <laughs> fair the enough. Well, maybe maybe when school's over and you're putting more time into it, that's something <laughs> that you could potentially do as well. Yeah. Because um, I, I was going to ask you how how were you going about like determining what states you've sold into and stuff like that. And clearly some type of database or CRM is the way you would go about doing that, right?
3: Yeah, pretty much on Etsy, you know, it has like their state, you know, where it's going. So I would keep a big Excel sheet and just copy and paste the states and just keep a master list of states that I've sold to and cities. And then I have, I can show you guys. I have this little thing that I've started pinning. I was going to ask about
0: that. I yeah. always thought those things were super cool. Like when
1: you go into a restaurant or something like that. And I We did a scratch off. We, yeah. we had one that's a scratch off when you could scratch the states yep. out and they reveal as you go. That was super cool. Yeah, yeah. That's so, awesome.
3: It's kind of how I kept track. But.
1: <laughs> Very cool. Yep.
0: All right. Well, do you guys have any other questions or should we wrap things up?
3: Yeah. I mean,
2: do we ask her if she has any advice yet? Yeah, I think not. So I'm going to ask, do you have any advice <laughs> for people that want to get into this this uh market not market but maybe into this like starting up a store maybe just you know do you have any advice for people that are starting from scratch because you started from scratch right so do you have any advice to give to anyone else that might want to just jump into something like this
3: so my advice is since i was 17 like if you are young or um thinking about it like i said it may look scarier um on the front end of, oh, starting a business and then managing it and then maintaining it. But I feel like on me being on the other side of it, once you get in the flow and if you do have people that will come around you and support you and, you know, help you walk through things and just take it as a learning experience, um, I just really encourage people that if there is something that you're passionate about, like I have a lot of friends that are, like have so many different talents. And so I'm always like throwing at them. You should start an Etsy shop. Like you're really good at that. And I just feel like even just, you know, having an Etsy shop or something as simple as that, getting yourself established. I am currently a sole proprietor. It's just a very, you know, entry level, like just start a small business. And if there is something that you're passionate about, like, and you want to tap into that, like I did, I kind of just kept that as almost a hobby and then also worked and, you know, went about things, but maybe one day it'll become my full-time job and that could be the same for you. But yeah, I mean, do it. (laughs) I
0: I think you've taken a huge step uh, into, you know, or at least the the first big, big step, like starting the business into a purpose-driven life. Uh, So, I mean, I think that's what most people, you know, really strive to do. And the fact that you've done it, uh, just congratulations to you and congrats on hitting all 50 states. And having the growth that you've got. If there's anything that we can do to help, uh, you know, let us know for sure.
3: Yeah, thank you. I'll also say another incredible milestone was we made a thousand sales on Etsy in just those few years, um, really starting in 2021. So two years, uh, getting a thousand sales on Etsy was huge. And right now to date, being able to have donated over $6,500 in just this short amount of time, so. Congratulations! That's awesome. That is awesome.
0: Congratulations. Well, Stephen, you have anything else to add, or all good? I'm
1: excited. It's, it's uh, awesome. We're gonna be checking out the web store and shopping, probably. Yeah, I think Stephen's <laughs> gonna buy one of those uh, Gildan A, a uh, the
0: eighteen thousand uh, in the in the army green. If I'm not mistaken, mm-hmm. next time we see him on a podcast, it's probably what he's gonna be wearing. We'll here. have to
1: see. <laughs> I have to I have to find my style here. <laughs> Yeah. Well, listen, I, I hate to be that guy, but uh, next week we've got
0: a, a great guest on and uh, Dan Jenny with Tech Weld, who happens to be the sponsor of this week's uh, a, a podcast. And uh, next week being 420, we're going to take a bit of a turn. <laughs> so look, uh, Tech Weld has been around for for quite a while. They're a great promotional product company. Uh, as I mentioned in the opening ad read, they, they've won the uh, the sunglass category uh, award for the uh, for the distributor choice award. Um, So definitely check them out for that. Um, They, you know, won that distributor uh, choice category award uh, back in 2021. And uh, they've got a ton of categories and SKUs that are FDA uh, approved and offer UVA and UVB protection. Uh, So go check them out. And like I said, next week is uh, 420. So if you're into cannabis products or if you have any clients that are selling uh, or if you're selling into the uh, cannabis uh, market or industry. Um, we'll have some, maybe some cool things to share next week as well, but they've got some great cannabis products. Uh, so go check them out for that as well. Uh, just remember, think tech Weld for your promotional product needs. Tech Weld's a leading supplier of promotional products with a huge inventory of made in the USA items available to help distributors grow their business. And the bottom line, visit techwell.com and check out their drinkware, sanitizer, kit options, and more and tell them the industry insider sent you. And uh, until next time, we'll see you guys. Thanks for joining us. And thank you, uh, Malia. Uh, It was great to have you.
3: Yeah, thanks for having me.
0: Absolutely. Take care, guys. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Promo Corner's Industry Insider. For more great content from industry thought leaders, including podcasts, blogs, and videos, visit promocorner.com.